0: Uh, But we start this morning with uh, news that has uh, rattled many Albertans' um, province uh, in mourning today. Uh, Shocking news last night that uh, Manmeet Bueller, 35-year-old PCMLA, uh, former cabinet minister representing uh, the city of Calgary, had uh, died tragically uh, in a a crash on on the QE2 last night. He'd been driving back to Calgary from Edmonton. This is just north of Red Deer, as we understand, had had stopped to to assist another motorist whose vehicle had, had gone off the road and was um, was tragically struck by uh, an out of control semi, as we understand
1: it. Yeah, now the first remark that we've heard from so many people who commented uh, uh, upon this news, um, this very sad news, was that it's not surprising at all to them that uh, that Manmeet Buhler pulled over to assist another motorist. That that's just the uh, absolutely the type of character that he was. Um, and this is a, this is a significant loss for Alberta. Manmeet was a very selfless politician, and that's why the tributes uh, all sound the same about Manmeet—that uh, he was uh, uh, the the right kind of person, the the, the definitely the type of individual that uh, all Albertans should hope to have representing them. And he is a, a huge loss to uh, to his constituents, and indeed to the whole province of Alberta. A, f- a good friend of mine um, said that on the on the first day. Well, uh, of the Legislative Assembly on the first day in two thousand and twelve when um, when he w- when he entered this good friend of mine entered the house. Uh, Man meet was there on the other side uh, in in the government benches, he was in the opposition benches, and Man meet reached out, shook his hand basically, and said "It's good to see another young person in here. we've got to straighten this place out."
0: <laughs> well he was in Edmonton uh, well, among other things, uh, giving a speech on on combating domestic violence. Right, And so it was part of the, uh, the the way, and he was trying to make a difference in Alberta, trying to make this, this uh, a more caring and compassionate society. He was first elected to the Alberta legislature back in 2008, was just 28 years old at the time, but um, even just before that had uh, served as an advisor to then Federal Cabinet Minister Jim Prentice. Uh, the two had been, uh, had been very close for some time, and... Uh, joining us on the line is the aforementioned uh, former Premier, former Cabinet Minister uh, Jim Prentice. Uh, Mr. Prentice, thank you for making some time for us today, and, and certainly our condolences. I, I know you were quite close with uh, Mr. Buhler.
2: Well, we're all um, uh, devastated, really, uh, by the loss of Mamid uh, yesterday. And um, I was, uh, uh, our hearts go to his family, as we were with them last evening, and um hundreds and hundreds of people that were, were mourning and um, he'll be sorely missed uh, in our province. You know, I've never uh, met anyone in public life with a sort of a higher sense of, of calling than, than Mamit. Uh, you know, an incredible sense of justice. I've never met anybody who had a higher desire to just simply to serve people. So he'll, he is a real loss to all of us in this province and in the country, in fact.
1: Jim, can you can you tell us about his entry into politics? I mean, when did you first uh, meet Munmeet, and and you know what struck you at that moment that that he was going to be a great politician? Well, he he, he, he of course was a great
2: politician, and um, I always believed he was uh, destined for higher political office in our our country at some point. I don't know what that was going to be, but. Um, he was certainly on his way there and we would have all benefited from that. You know, I, I, first met Mameet, um, it was way back. There was a, um, a time in our city when, um, the Sikh community was trying to build a, a Gurdwara house of worship up in Martindale. And it, there was quite a, quite a difficult battle over the, the, the approvals for that. And, um, I was involved, uh, as a friend of the community assisting as a lawyer and this young 10 year old boy would be uh tagging along beside his father and and myself and that was my meet. and so i've known him since he was a little boy really and um he just had an incredible sense of calling towards public service and then as my own career progressed he was uh you know, essentially always there at my side back to my time in federal politics and in, in provincial. But um, this man's sense of uh, of justice and uh, compassion was just unequalled. Hmm.
0: To be elected at uh, age 28 and very early on, I mean, he was he was entrusted with a lot, uh, took on a lot of responsibility. Uh, as both a young MLA and, and a rookie MLA, and, and and really seemed able to handle it, was was more than capable of, of taking on those responsibilities, and obviously that that grew and grew. I mean, I, I suppose it speaks to um, not just his willingness to make a difference, his eagerness to make a difference, but his ability to make a difference.
2: Sure, and, and you fellows knew him, and, uh, and many of your listeners uh, did as well. I mean, he's a giant of a man... Physically, with a big beard and uh, enormous smile, and he could lift and and carry um, any room that he went into. You know, I think a a couple of his caucus colleagues have sent out um, notes, just you know, confirming that he was he was the heart and soul of the the pillar of strength in the in um, the conservative caucus and in any any room that that he was in. But you know, he took on really some of the most difficult jobs whether it was human services and some of the difficult challenges surrounding the, the death of children in our province or laterally trying to deliver on the construction of schools he he was always uh, able and willing to shoulder that really the most the most difficult jobs but it was always in terms of this this desire to to serve and um, you know, in fact, that's of course how he passed away. I mean, he was not only on his way to Edmonton to the legislature; he had, had in fact, stopped to help uh, someone else who had been in a car accident. Um, and you know, it's it's instructive. Um, I sat down with Mummy quite recently, and um, again, in the spirit of of service, he. You know, reiterated to me that that was what his life was about, and and he was in fact um, not only fulfilling his his obligations here provincially, but he was engaged in a, um, some very hard work as a leader, trying to bring um, refugees from Afghanistan, members of the Sikh community, to to our country, and uh, he was literally uh, crisscrossing the world, meeting with foreign governments and, and others to try to help get these people out of Afghanistan and felt that that was something that he was called to do.
1: Um, Jim, I know you didn't get to spend uh, a, a very long time in caucus with Manmeet, um, b- but I do know that uh, that his uh, his colleagues, his peers on either side, uh, you know, uh, would suggest that Manmeet was one who could really reach across party lines and, and Speak quite sensibly and sensitively to uh, to various issues. So, for those of us who see politics as a, as a game, as a tug of war, uh, can you give us some insight into behind the scenes how Manmeet became known to be one who could smooth ruffled feathers?
2: Uh, certainly, and he and he he was not a partisan person in in that sense. And um, you know, I spoke last night to both Premier Notley and and. Uh, Rick McIver and many others, and, and everyone is sort of equally devastated by uh, by this. You know, Mamet was in public life for all of the right reasons. He, he was there to, out of a, really a great sense of social justice and a, a desire to do the right thing and to help people and to help the poorest of people wherever possible. And so that, that really transcended any political boundaries and, and so people respected him on that account and and you know i um i mean he cast quite a shadow in alberta politics in a positive way because of that i mean you, you could not go to a single community event in this you know anywhere in the province where people did not know of money and Bueller and where people didn't love him and respect him and and admire him and of course to the the community of um um, of, of new Canadians, um, uh, he, he was just loved and admired and respected and looked up to in a in a way that's really hard to to even explain.
0: Well, the uh, session of the legislature today was was canceled. Uh, flags are, are flying at half staff, and I know once the legislature resumes sitting tomorrow, it will be uh, uh, full of tributes uh, to to, to my Bueller. But uh, Jim, can you tell us any more? Do you know any more at this point about? Um, What's planned for uh, a memorial?
2: I I, I don't at at this point. I was um, with um, uh, Mamid's family until midnight last night. Of course, everyone's devastated and heartbroken. Um, I do know the Premier has reached out and um, has spoken with the family. I'm I'm not sure what what will transpire from here. um, I know that he will um, know that he's surrounded by a lot of love.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Um, Jim, we just want to uh, re- listen. It's a very, very difficult day, and uh, uh, we certainly appreciate you taking a few moments to come on the radio with us to remember Manmeet. Thank you very much. All right. Take care, sir. That is uh, Jim Prentice, uh, the 16th Premier of Alberta, and a very close personal friend with uh, Manmeet Buhler, who was killed tragically in a car accident on the QE2 highway yesterday.
0: Well, yeah, and uh, Jim Prentice's relationship with uh, Mamie Bula goes back to even before uh, Mamie became uh, an MLA, uh, so they've known each other for some time. And um, as as Jim Prentice said, he was with the family last night as they struggled to take in this information uh, just out of the blue, right? And, you know, it's something that I, I think... We take for granted, maybe even the, the politicians themselves take for granted. He was uh, he had been speaking at the University of Calgary at an event yesterday and then had to drive up to Edmonton to to be there for when the legislature was to have sat today. And that's what they do on a regular basis. It's constantly back and forth from, from Edmonton to Calgary, and, and that includes uh, snowy days and wintry days and days when most people would just as soon not be on the road. And, you know... It, the job though right? it's in the back of your head uh, you know when, when road conditions get like that and she'd rather not be on the highway but you still don't don't think that something like this is is going to happen and, and for someone still so young it's hard to believe he was only 35 years old it seemed like he'd been in politics for a long time and had been given a lot of responsibility as, as a government mla taking on different cabinet portfolios remember he was handed the the human services portfolio. Right at the time when all those stories were, were coming out about uh, kids in care and kids who died in care, and um, that, that was a lot to take on. I mean, it showed that, that the premier had a lot of faith in, in this individual, that that something that important would be uh, would be handed off to him. And and he took it on. And, you know, I mean, it's it, it speaks to to the kind of person he was and uh, just the way that we're, we're seeing it from right across the aisle. Um just the, the, the grief and the and the tributes pouring in. I mean, it, it speaks to how, how people thought of him, I and you can put all the partisan stuff aside, you know, is yeah. that party, that party. It was just someone who cared and wanted to make a difference.
1: Yeah, that's something plainly every journalist in, this, in the uh, province saw as well, that uh, dealing with man meat was very different than dealing with some other politicians that we've come to know. He's just a man of, uh, of outstanding character, um, of unimpunable integrity, and... Uh, his loss is, is enormous. We're going to take a pause right now and continue after this. It's break and Breckenridge on News Talk 770.